Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 26th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Or if you can't do that, uh, you can post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about, I think, I think... Almost every story is just about somebody doing something crazy, so it's just about all the crazy people. Isn't that what we always do? I pretty much. I'd really. I don't know. I kind of. I kind of want to break from it, but I think I. I don't have anybody to blame but all the crazy people. So, <laughs> before we start, does anybody else feel weird that there's no one else in here? It's lonely <laughs> without our patrons. Feels- this feels very weird to me. It's just the four of us. It has been a long time since that's the case. Jeff yeah. said he'll be joining us, so, you know. Yeah, usually we got at least three patrons in here. It's too cozy. Busy week, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first thing, kind of doing something a little local. I thought it was very interesting that, uh, because I think this started to happen previously and got shot down. Penn State is going to be having Milo... Yiannopoulos, as a speaker... Next week. Yeah, next week. I was trying to find the date. Yeah. Fourth? So Milo is still trying to go around to colleges and get time to, you know, get people upset so that he can stay in the news. Hey, but this time you can let your dogs out while he's in town. (laughs) Right. That's true. They have been friendlier to him ever since he straightened up. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the theme of uh, his arrival, is that he is going to be involved in the Pray the Gay Away. Is that the title of it, or...? That's his tagline, yeah, for his okay. event. Really? Yeah. Well, d- d- he demoted his husband to a um, house companion. <laughs> that he occasionally fucks. <laughs> I did like that Penn State actually put out a statement saying, you know, look, we're a... Part of a public institution. We cannot prevent him. We don't agree with him. He's just doing this for attention. Ignore him. Then he'll go away. In well, what do you mean? That, that, like, like they're saying there's nothing they can do? No, there's nothing they can do. We're it's a public institution, so First Amendment applies. They can't pick well, and some... choose who gets to speak there. They didn't invite him. It was they were he was invited by um, some club. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the, because they go to the school, they get to use the facilities for free or something? How does, does Milo yes. get paid for this? Uh, that I don't know. I mean, I would imagine normally that would be between, like, the club and the speaker. Right. Right? They would have had to have reached some sort of agreement. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the university from, doesn't pay him. That's for sure. Oh, okay. For Milo? I mean, who knows? I think he just wants to stay in the news. And if he can get time at speaking at a university and making people angry at him... Yeah. Enough to, you know, get Twitter against him. That keeps him relevant, I think. I think that's his plan. Right. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. the thing is, like, nobody should protest. Right. Right. It, he should be ignored. Exactly what Penn State said. Just ignore him, and then he'll go away. He's just here to piss you off. Being pissed off just feeds him. So don't do it. Having said that, you two should go. I'd love to hear what he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Man, that that's going to be, that's that would be so painful. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I might. I might think about it. I do know where exactly where I used to walk by where he's speaking like every day. So, right. If that picture is, you know, where it's happening. Yeah, it that's, is. That's not not hard to find. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I feel like because I again, if I lived in town, I would be interested in going. But I just I feel like the potential for uh, unwanted negative interactions. Mm. Would would be like I'll be the only person there wearing a mask, so it'll be obvious that I don't belong. True, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't get the energy for that. I'm so I'm kind of I see like I would be too curious to find out like one what college students want him to come like right. college has changed. Last time so, I looked at the article, I don't think it mentioned what club invited him. So. Like, I remember college was all about being a revolutionary and going against the system, and these guys are go- having a pray the gay away guy come show up. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, things have changed. Yeah, it doesn't say what club invited him, but I remember seeing somewhere along the line it was, yeah, it was a club, so... No, oh, apparently it's Uncensored American, a student organization founded last year. <laughs> oh. 
dedicated to fighting for freedom of speech. They are not. Yeah, I guarantee you that that's a Soaring Eagles of Freedom pseudonym if I ever heard of one. Right. All right. And out of all the douchebags they could get, they picked the one that even got kicked out. Well, probably of that club. They picked yeah. the one that you know wasn't going to cost them much afford. money. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. He probably was like willing to waive his speaking fee in exchange for like fifty percent of the ticket sales and half of the concessions. <laughs> It's it is free for students. It's free to get in. They're not charging. Oh, well, yeah. he's boned then. I oh my know. god, he's getting paid in <laughs> sticky buns from the diner. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news, Jared. Diner's closed. What? <laughs> oh, we can still get sticky buns. Oh, you can. I tried to yeah. zing him with a local joke. <laughs> no, I was good though. I feel like I feel like he would steer away from those. I think I think sticky buns sounds a little too gay for Milo these days. <laughs> 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 All right, on that note. Trust me, it's been a while. I was really racking my brain for a local Penn State <laughs> food. I was like, God damn it, what was that? Someplace? CC <laughs> Peppers. I remember any of That's what it was. <laughs> what was? CC Peppers. Oh, is that what <laughs> I was thinking, like, I kept saying, hearing Culpepper in my head. And I'm like, was it W.S. Culpepper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since the last time you were at State College, Jared, I think 100% of the local business have, have been replaced by student housing. Mm. Oh, shit. Really tall, really expensive student housing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm moving on. Um, Do it, Doug. Next crazy person. DeSantis. I don't know. He's, is he crazy? Is he evil? I don't I don't know. Well, they just let both? him get away with anything. Right. <laughs> so his big thing now, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to stay relevant as well. That's why I put him next to Milo. Um, he <laughs> is putting out a call for any of these police officers, sheriff's officers, whatever, who have been fired or quit their jobs due to the vaccine mandate. He's inviting all of them to come to Florida. He's got jobs for them lined up. So he's trying to recruit police officers who refuse the, the vaccine and uh, get them to work in Florida. Because, of course, he is. And, yeah, I mean, they'll fit right in. Sure. I guess my question would be. Do those officers exist? No. Okay. I didn't think they did. <laughs> to this point, I've only heard that, you know, uh, some percentage of officers are threatening to quit over vaccine mandates. I haven't heard of a single one actually quitting over a vaccine mandate. I Supposedly, don't... Go ahead. The, yeah, there was a story out of um, Washington State, out of like 26,126 quit, something like that, state contracted workers. Something along those Sweet. really small numbers. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of the a lot of times what they're saying with this with this is uh, one they haven't walked off, and the, mm. even that report is a little suspect, you know. But of course, <laughs> yes. it's something sure. for, for for the for the conservatives to latch onto to see, be like, see, this is why vaccines are bad because the cops are all leaving and the cities are all it's anarchy everywhere. <laughs> no, come to Florida <laughs> and. And as Grinch pointed out earlier in the feed, so DeSantis is going to recruit some cops to go to Florida whose only qualification is they're really bad at following the rules. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how he likes them. <laughs> the <laughs> Wild West style out there. <laughs> Sorry, it reminds me of of, of a, a joke that I'd heard on like Weekend Update about working for Trump. Like, do you like to commit crimes? Would you like to commit more? <laughs> You are qualified to work in the administration. Yep. But speaking of DeSantis, um, I think patron Joshua posted it a couple of days ago, but there was somebody noticed that uh, DeSantis is, mock is mimicking um, hand motions of Trump. <laughs> like he's taking on his mannerisms. He's using a Sharpie to sign things. It's kind of spooky. Sweet. I'm sure that's his gimmick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he knows it doesn't take much for these fucking dimwits to get excited. Right? So wh why not, you know, emulate the best at it? <laughs> sure. He needs a reality TV show, though, if he's going to succeed, because right now I don't think anybody's particularly interested in him. Well, yeah. Also, Trump said if he ready, beat him. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, he's got to stay ready to go because it, it looks like Trump's what truth.com is, is is getting ready to take off. <laughs> I thought it already got network. destroyed. I, oh, Truth Twitter got ruined? I had an argument with somebody about this literally two hours before the show started. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do tell. Um, I, he, a friend of mine in, claims he invested money in the stock for True Social, what is, which is such a dumb name. 
And that um, he's like, oh, yeah, it, it shot up a lot of money and I sold it. I made all this money. And I was like, well, I'm like, it's not a good idea. And he kept arguing with me on why it was a good idea. And then I checked and saw that the tr- the stock dropped 30% today and it's been steadily falling since Monday. Wow. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, you don't think that these idiots in the middle of the state have money to buy stocks in this stupid thing? But yes, you are right. It, it already got hacked. Right. And they hacked Trump's personal account and replaced yep. his picture with a picture of a of a pig shitting on his own testicles. <laughs> Did I shock Did you all? <laughs> oh, <it gets laughs> silent after that. <laughs> oh no, I was laughing. I, I, I maybe the maybe Discord edited out my hysterical laughter. Oh <laughs> yeah, was, I, it was dead silence on my end. I was like, oh, wow. No, I was <laughs> I was laughing and wheezing. <laughs> It was. I liked every component of that sentence. <laughs> Plus, they they actually um, th- they didn't write their own software for this website. They they used um, an open source piece of software that only has a few rules. And one of the rules is you need to acknowledge that you're using our software, which they didn't do. They hid the fact that they were using this company's software. So the, that company is now suing them for uh, copyright infringement. <laughs> so it yeah you know, it was a complete shit show. But what did we expect? We knew it was going to be. And again. Let's be serious. This It's not like Trump came up with this idea. Somebody else came up with the idea and said, can we put your name on it like he does with all those buildings and shit? Right. Right. And then they went for the cheapest way to do it and then didn't pay anyone. And yeah, I mean, that's that's the Trump special right there. Yeah. yeah. Also, these poor conservatives. I mean, is this their third one that they had to go to and make new accounts for? Right. There was yeah. Parler and Frank Talk and True Social. <laughs> Don't they all know the most evil... Social media out there is already there. Facebook, <laughs> you can't get yeah. more evil than Facebook. <laughs> yeah, clearly. I also love that the w- w- number one rule on True Social is that you're never allowed to post shitty anything shitty about True Social. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're you're only going to censor things when they're talking about you, right? Okay. Yeah, that is the trend. Plus, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I know that Trump's connected to this, but. There's nothing out there with him actually talking about it or anything, or even having like a big unveiling, you no. know, being like, "Oh, it's going to be the best social media ever." I mean, I haven't heard anything like that other than it's his new thing, and he hasn't he had an account on it. Yeah, and then so. it was then it was the whole hack story. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I was surprised that Truth Social actually had a, a public trading. That's what I was shocked about too. That was quick, right? What, for an IPO? Yeah, super. Well, yeah. it's it's a spinoff of an existing company. It's a company that's been around. It's not a brand new company. They just they just spun up. Oh. They just changed Parler's name to True Social? <laughs> that could be um, it. Because that's what my friend was saying. He's like, what do you know about DWAC? And I'm like, I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? And that's the, na- that's the name of the stock. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, it was renamed something else, which I can't find at the moment. But DWAC is probably the original, you know, company name. Is anybody reading that article that Grinch took? Because I'm not. <laughs> I did, I'm not currently. Is I it, can it, make it, time it, for it later. Yeah, is it doing as well as uh, my friend claimed? It seemed to have big ups and downs. I don't know. Yeah. It's a special purpose acquisition company called Digital World Acquisition Corp, DWAC. Announced a merger with Trump Media and Technology Group, and that's where the stock came from. So, yeah, it's people who shoving money around. Yeah, but does the site actually exist, or are they just generating money off of a uh, concept that's a good question if you go to truthsocial.com you can join the waiting list oh huzzah it so all these people for a while. sorry go ahead jed i'd say like all these people like even today oh god that stock has dropped a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah say like it's you know to have it so high and now you can't even get on it right truth social is america's big tent and so in quotes social media platform that encourages an open, free, and honest global conversation without discriminating against political ideology. Dude, Facebook lets you put up almost anything. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the, the why everybody hates Facebook at the moment is because they don't. Yeah. I'm so, sure Jeff's, Jeff's on the waiting list. <laughs> so since you mentioned Facebook, I, I want to bring up this, uh, this other article that I have. Uh, it concerns Facebook and a group of doctors. So... We've heard about the other group of doctors, the ones that, um, you know, where the the demon, Mm, the doctor that believes the sickness comes from demon sperm. Yeah. Um, So there's this group is an additional group. It is a group of doctors called the World Doctors Alliance. Um, And their Facebook group 
Well, they describe themselves as a nonprofit with a view to end all COVID-19 lockdowns. Um, and oh. they have a Facebook group that has grown 100-fold since the beginning of the pandemic. They have drawn 5.7 million interactions with their posts, and videos have been viewed more than 21 million times, but not censored at all by Facebook, like not being shut down. They're posting misinformation about COVID-19 cures, uh, posting misinformation about the vaccines, misinformation about the virus itself. And Facebook has done, as far as I could tell, and from what the Washington Post article says, next to nothing to uh, to shut them down. So, yeah, Facebook being like the, the place to get away with everything. Yeah, apparently. I mean, it depends on who you are. Right. But yeah, for some reason, these people get a pass. That's an interesting question as to why. Oh, I thought they led with that. They got 5.7 million interactions. Mm, right. Facebook <laughs> loves that. Yeah. How many ad views is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is kind of out there on Front Street. <laughs> I mean, if you're curious about what percentage of the 5.7 million hack million interactions were, go fuck yourself, you lying piece of shit. <laughs> um, I'm sure at there's- least 5 million, but whatever. I'm sure those ones are censored, though. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Although controversy does drive, you know, eyeballs, so. Yeah. And while we're on that group, Stella Emanuel, who is the actual Demon Sprint Doctor, uh, <laughs> made my news feed again because she was on a, some sort of talk show. I don't recognize where this thing is, but uh, it was posted by Right Wing Watch. She was on, uh, she was being interviewed and made claims that the devil has now filled the world with clones. Who are now trying to kill all those people who refuse to take the vaccine. So she claims that the devil has the power to breathe life into clones and that those clones are going around systematically killing people who refuse to get vaccinated. Is he using a virus to do it by any chance? (laughs) Uh, Clones. Uh, That's that's all I got, man. That's okay. I can only go so far down the crazy path. I was going to say, I have not had a chance to activate this article, um, but I, I, I would also love to know where this uh, interview took place, like what, what particular platform, because in, in the still image that I'm looking at, underneath her name, it said, censored and deplatformed for trying to save lives. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the explanation under her name. Mm. <laughs> I feel like she added an extra step in there that didn't need to be there. Like the Satan clone part. part. Right. No, like, why couldn't Satan just be <laughs> controlling people who want to do vaccine mandates? Like, why are there clones involved? Mm. Oh, to let you know that you're a, a clone for getting the vaccine. So, oh, so I've been to cloned? Help. Yes, you are a clone. To help dehumanize Oh, so I'm not opposition. even real. Okay, yes. so not only am I being controlled by Satan, but I'm not real. Correct. Right. And if the somebody kills Jared you. Jared died when he got the vaccine. Mm. Oh! You, you were replaced by a clone. So, brought to life by Satan. But as a clone, I don't have the vaccine either. I just want people to get it so they can die and be cloned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, sorry, I got to find out where this is. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, it's crazy, looking, right? <laughs> right, because now I'm looking at the scroller underneath the still image, and it lists people permanently disabled by, uh, by, the, vaccine? by the COVID-19 vaccine. Right. 16,766 deaths. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 798,634 COVID vaccine adverse probably reactions, I assume. I don't know. It's just much too much. <laughs> well, it goes back to her original story, though, right? Like, she, she talked about people being what, sick. Demon sperm? And why, does, why do there have to be demons having sex with you when you're asleep? Why can't there just be a virus? Like, are, are you? why do you have to inject extra things? I don't know. Well, I can tell you this much. <laughs> No one was paying attention to this broad before the pandemic. <laughs> well, right, right. Yeah. So that's why you in- inject different things into your story. Sure. All right. Another one. Rick Wiles. I feel like I should know that name. This is another thing from Fright Wing Watch that, uh, that appeared. I'm trying to remember who Rick Wiles is, but uh, he has now claimed that the vaccination is it's a global coup d'etat. The vaccination contain eggs. And within those eggs are synthetic parasites that take you over. Eggs? <laughs> yep. In the vaccine, they're the eggs. Like, sp- the like eggs, spider eggs kind of things, not like right. chicken eggs. Except okay. they're not spiders, they're synthetic. 
Right, but the things are synthetic. Why do they hatch from eggs? I, I don't know, man. You don't birth synthetics. That's absurd. That is the you thing just that... Inject. Just That's egg. where I draw the line. If you're just injecting synthetic parasites with the, you know, and using the vaccine as a cover, okay, I'm with you. Now that you put those, why would you put them in eggs? <laughs> yeah. I, the the thing is, uh, I, I think I know why eggs, because some vaccines are um, grown, the media is grown in eggs. They actually cut, you know, cut the top off of an egg and inject the egg with stuff to, to grow. I think it's flu vaccines are, are often grown in eggs or once were grown in eggs. So it's that little tiny bit of, you know, semi-truth that makes it sound not plausible, but, you know, closer to plausible. But less plausible. <laughs> Again, yeah. I feel like he's had... You're going to make up a story. You had me at synthetic parasites and you lost me at eggs. <laughs> Adding extra steps that don't that aren't needed. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You had me at virus as a hoax. You lost me at demon sperm. Come on, guys. Have you heard of Kiss Buddy? Keep it simple, stupid. Don't get... Why are you going to get a bog <laughs> down? One, one layer of nonsense <laughs> is the ideal layer of nonsense. <laughs> Uh, so apparently Rick Wiles hosts a uh, End Times, End Times, which is a right-wing conspiracy theory type show. He previously uh, claimed that there was a Jewish cabal plotting to overthrow President Trump. Uh, the vaccine was going to wipe out all of the uh, stupid people. Um, he was hospitalized with COVID-19 in June, but apparently recovered in time to come up with this whole synthetic life form from an egg theory. Sure. Hmm. Sure, this vaccine sure is taking its time killing us. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird that it's only only actually killing the people that don't get the vaccine. So I don't know. Yeah, when's it going to get to us? In like thirty, forty years, <laughs> when I die of natural causes, and then someone blames it on the vaccine. I have seen a number of people say within three to five years we'll all be dead. Uh huh. By the way, Seems the number so. one killer of cops this year was COVID. Yeah, <laughs> not criminals. Yeah. Very true. Oh, nope, I saw that. I saw that when uh, when Saki threw that back in. Oh yeah, in yeah. that dude's face, and he was like, "Well, I'm bad at my job. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Steve Doocy's son. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> you see who my father is." So the uh, the one story that uh, I can't. I mean, I'm. It's hard to really even wrap my head around how this happened. It was a, a pop culture story, right? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Mm. Um, involved in shooting while filming, uh, filming a movie, I think it was, Rust? Yes. Yes. Um, fatally shot a cinematographer and wounded a director. I mean, this just, like, I'm trying to put myself in Alec Baldwin's place, right? And I mean, this is something, he may disappear for a little while, which is really unfortunate. But I mean, it. I just can't imagine being in that type of situation where that, that level of an accident happened. Mm. Um and of course, all the media is trying to find somebody to blame. However, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you already know who to blame. PolitiFact uh, covered this story and, and rated it as pants on fire. The woman that, uh, that was killed, according to this conspiracy theory, tweeted out that she had information that will lead to Hillary Clinton's arrest. So obviously, oh. Alec Baldwin had to have her put down because he's part of the cabal and couldn't have couldn't have anything coming out against Hillary. No, you're totally wrong. The story that I heard was that <laughs> her brother or sister was the lawyer who was going to prosecute, had all the information on Hillary Clinton, and this is retaliation for that. Wow, get your conspiracy theory right. Oh, mine, so, mine was right. solid. It's on PolitiFact. <laughs> well, yours, your, I was going to say, yours would only be sketchy because I was going to say, is there any chance that anybody was able to produce this alleged tweet? No, none at all. It didn't exist. I am not that surprised. <laughs> no. Like, there's no evidence for this whatsoever, uh, including, the. I mean, the, the the basic fact of she didn't ever tweet this. You can, like, even if she deleted it, there's always history. You can always check. And yeah, there's no history of it whatsoever. So, but there, yeah, this but, one's just complete ludicrous. But there was a screenshot of it that was posted on Facebook. Right. So, therefore, you know. <laughs> because you can't true. make something look like a tweet. Right. So, instead of secretly killing her, like, in her hotel room at night where no one would know what happened, they said, let's have Alec Bell Baldwin do it in front of 50 people. Right. Right. And call it an accident and make it seem real sketchy. 
It's unbelievable. You know yeah. what the most amazing thing about this is? Is the these people? I, I tell you right now, man. If you if you're a Trump supporter, go fuck yourself. Like <laughs> I'm not trying to find any kind of middle ground with you people because I have seen so many memes just laughing and having a good old time with this Alec Baldwin thing, just completely ignoring that somebody died accidentally, and they're just I think it's hilarious that he killed somebody. I mean, what yeah. kind of person does that? Yeah. These are the same people who throw fits on other things. Like, remember when Kathy Griffin held the head up of Trump and that was the most disre- dispe- uh, dis- disrespectful thing ever? Mm. This? <laughs> nah, this is fine. Yeah, and I can't even imagine, like I said, I can't even imagine what Alec is going through. Like, that's just, it's horrific. Oh, yeah. Don Jr. selling shirts uh, that says, guns don't kill people, uh, Alec Baldwin does. Holy crap. Wow. That gives you a good idea of what level of asshole we're, we're dealing with. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have no... Is there more to say on this? Like, I don't, I don't know. You guys have anything else? No. No. I'm good. So I have no transition for this, so I'm just going to cut over to some politics. Uh, and I'm going to start with one that... It makes me a little sad. It makes me more than a little sad. Vice President Harris has put together a video encouraging people to vote for Terry McAuliffe. Who is uh, going? Is running for governor in Virginia? Okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. Except, where's it going to be aired? This video is uh, primarily been made to be aired in about three hundred churches uh, in the Sundays leading up to the election. So this has already been. It's already been out there. It's targeting three hundred African American churches. It's uh, you know souls to the polls kind of thing, encouraging people to vote for Terry McAuliffe. Which, again, it's just it, it violates. It crosses the line. When you go to church, you shouldn't see political ads. There should be a separation between church and state. Kamala Harris should know this. Well, that's the whole point of the Johnson Amendment. That that is the thing that makes the churches tax exempt. Right. You can't have political shit in your church and remain tax exempt. We argued about this incessantly um, in 2016 or 2020 election because they were doing this shit on the Republican side. You can't do it on the Democrat side either. Mm. But they do. <laughs> right. They do. They did. Nothing was ever done. So part of me is like, all right, well, why not? Mm. I guess it's not as guess it's not as unethical or illegal as you guys thought. I guess. <laughs> I st- Let's get back to committing more crimes. <laughs> I'm I'm far less angry about it going this way when, you know, state politics go into churches as opposed to, you know, churches meddling with my politics. Like, <laughs> uh, this way is far less. But at the same time, yeah, it shouldn't be done. No, it shouldn't. But another kind of political religious crossover in Texas, uh, Texas voters, they're going to have a uh, a vote to decide whether the government is ever allowed to put limits on religious services because of the government's interaction with uh, with the churches and saying, no, you can't congregate because there's a pandemic. The, there's a an item on uh, in to vote on in Texas where people could just say, yeah, you can never tell me I can't go to church ever again. I don't care what's going on. Zombie apocalypse? Doesn't matter. Um... So what if, uh, what is it, uh, Centuria Church wanted to open up? Gotta let them. Yeah. Somehow they're not Christian. I don't think it's going to float, but. It's semi-Christian. It's kind of Christian and. Um... Yeah, but it's not Christian Christian. It's not. <laughs> True. It's not their version of Christian. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's not cool. Yeah. And where is this? Uh, Texas. Texas. Oh, they don't have laws in Texas. <laughs> don't be silly. <laughs> Close to it. They can do anything they want in the Texas legislature. I I suspect, which is what I'm seeing, like literally anything they want. Yeah, I suspect that the the Church of Satan or whichever whichever one it is will be doing something outrageous in Texas if that's the case. I I think you believe uh, you mean the uh, Satanic Temple. You're right. Yes, the Satanic Temple. That was my first thought when you read the story. I'm like, when are they going to get in on this? Right. No limits ever allowed on religious services. They, I mean, they, they have to be all over it. Oh, yeah. I, kn- I know that they have a, uh, what do they call it, a branch? A It's not a branch, but they have a group in Austin, so. Like like attendance limits, or what, what limits are they not imposing that are currently being imposed? 
I believe what it's really referring to is the stuff that was put on them for the pandemic. The idea that yeah. you couldn't congregate um, without, like, you couldn't con- congregate inside a building because of the the pandemic going on, and that's uh, so. Now this Proposition Three adds a clause to the Constitution forbidding state or local authorities from prohibiting or limiting religious services. So they're not allowed to oh, do yeah. anything. That, that's fine. They'll let this happen across the board. Yeah, I think so. Why would they Why would they split hairs about the 10 people that attend the Satanic Temple or the three people that practice Santeria? Let them all congregate. <laughs> as long as you can fit... As long as you can fit my 5,000 friends into the mega church right. <laughs> and they all bring their money. Mm. Yeah, this is this is not where they're going to test whether you're inclusive to all religions. They're absolutely going to be inclusive to all religions in this aspect. Now, there are many, many other things where they are like jibba-jibba-jabba, religious freedom, and you're like, what about Islam? And they're like, well, when we said a religious freedom, <laughs> we mean white Christians. But again, how far, how far do they take this eventually, you know? You say this, that they, they, they cannot be mandated in any way to do anything. So what happens when a religion is like, well, it's part of my religious freedom if I think you're a heathen that I can kill you. It's my religious freedom. And then someone's like, well, we can't impose any laws on them. You know, I'm saying this would be far down the line. <laughs> but, you know, where do you where does this where do you put a stop to this? Like, what makes them so fucking special? Jesus. Yeah, that's exactly what I they said. Vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, on to another state. Uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, who self-describes as a small-town family doctor uh, who has been spreading COVID-19 misinformation, even so much that he got banned from TikTok. TikTok? Uh I didn't know anybody got banned from TikTok. Uh, He's running for governor of Minnesota, so that should be good. Good for for him to have asked for, you know, to... Yeah, a- aim high, buddy. Right. <laughs> we had a little bit of fame, and he liked it. I'm curious. I, I don't know how the numbers are going in Minnesota. I, I didn't put that much effort into this, but I'm sure he's got like a huge percentage, like 30, 40 at least. Uh, oh, meanwhile, probably. over in California, yeah. Secretary of State in California, uh, running is Rachel Ham. Which, if you follow this link, it goes to Twitter and it takes you to a video where you can hear her describe a story that is totally amazing. Oh my god, is this the story with the woman and the witches that live next door? Yeah, she says <laughs> oh. she she got God to kill her neighbor who was completely a witch. Actually, I think her neighbors did self-describe as, as being witches, but... Um, she claims that she has prophetic dreams, and by prophetic dreams, she means God sends her messages in the form of dreams. So she woke up one evening, she wasn't at home, she was at a hotel, traveling, whatever, and she describes how she had this vision that somebody was breaking into her house, and she then immediately to prayed. No, 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 not just breaking in, to break in and kill her and her kids. Right, and then burn the house down. Right, yeah. Because you know how random people just do that all the time. So she prayed super hard, and she said that she called upon her power in Jesus' name, whatever the fuck that means, and that she then had a phone call from her mother the the next day, and her mother was like, you're not going to believe this, but these people broke into your neighbor's house and killed them and burned the house down. And so she, she was like, that's the power of Jesus. Apparently, you can redirect murderers to your neighbor's house. Uh, if you don't like them. I got them! I got those witches! <laughs> and she she actually sounds like she's justified because, well, you know, they went for witches, so they were going after the evil. So, you know what I didn't, you know what I, I didn't understand about that? Because I did watch this video this okay. week. When she tells the story, it was like, I couldn't figure out, were the witches planning on going into her house and killing her? And then she got the dream and used the power. She she keeps referring to something about her name or using the name of God or something to smite yeah. your enemies or something like that. So then somebody preemptively went to the witch's house and killed them? Or was the random people just going to go kill her and then she deflected them towards the witches? That's her story, that it was, it was okay, random it was just, people okay. to kill her. Yeah. So the killers are out free. <laughs> They're right. okay. Yep. And I'm also wondering, has anybody checked to see if this fucking story is true about her neighbors having random people just jump in the house and kill them <laughs> and burn the house down? I I have no idea. I, yeah. 
Good question, though. It really is. I would like some follow up on that. I don't have I don't have a story offhand. Anything that tells me whether or not that has any truth to it whatsoever. But yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, um, it's like a two minute long video. And it's just, man, she's standing up in front of a crowd. of She's running for office. And this is her story as she's trying to get the crowd behind her. And it, it's working because they all apparently believe in God when she's when she you know says that she did this in Jesus' name. They're like, woo. <laughs> Honestly, though, when I watched the video, if you told me this was just a fucking crazy woman on the street and right. not told me it was a pl- I would have believed that, too, because it didn't look like there was a lot of people there. Well, let's be clear. This was just a crazy woman on the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she just happens to be running for secretary of state in California. All right. Shifting gears a little bit on to the Charlottesville case, which is a trial going on currently. There's some crazy stuff in there, but... I mean, mainly there's an article on the Huffington Post that I thought was interesting if you want to take a look. It, it's basically using the the case itself is basically using the uh, KKK Act of 1871. There was this uh, governmental act they put together that was used to pretty much dismantle the Ku Klux Klan at that time because it was getting out of hand. It was getting out of... so. This act allows people to seek damages not only for physical violence, but also emotional violence and physical harassment. So they're basically using this act from 1871 to go after people um, from the Charlottesville thing that happened. So if if you want to take a look at it, it's kind of an interesting read. The idea that the same law that they used to dismantle the KKK previously is is being used again uh, in the Charlottesville thing. Unite the right, ma'am. Yeah. Not too difficult to track some of these people down since they use Discord yeah. and Twitter and um, they posted signs in stores and restaurants that stated things like death to all black devils, hail Hitler, and go Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know how Trump civil- can distance himself with, from that. but Yeah. So it's a civil case, I'm I'm, I'm thinking. That basically is just to try to bleed them for money, so they have to shut down. Right, making it so that they are unable to to do this in the future to get rallies like this, or that they wouldn't want to because they're just going to, um, mm. you know, lose all their money. Just, aren't they just going to go to Truth Social to coordinate <laughs> after that? Right, <laughs> seems likely. And they can still be sued there. Some of the things that the article gets into that I found interesting as well is how these groups have actually planned on how to not get caught, they're they're fairly bad at it. However, they do talk <laughs> about using code words and, you know, how they're blending in and they're not being obvious until, you know, it's clear that they can win that sort of mentality. Well, they also, they do a little bit, uh, they were specifically about um, not provoking, they were about provoking violence, but not starting violence. That was definitely in the plan. The, the goal was to get other people so pissed off that they were, they attacked the Klansmen. That is, that is, it's a page out of Milo's book. Yeah. Just seems to be a theme tonight. Mm. Um, a couple other trials going on. Um, wanted to mention stuff about the January 6th insurrection. Um, just a couple of the cases. One in particular, uh, Landon Mitchell. This guy, his story isn't isn't as amusing as the, the second one, but I, I did think it was interesting because he basically was bragging. He bragged on Facebook. He bragged on Twitter about how he had breached the Capitol. Uh, he was one of the very first in. He took a he got a picture of himself with the uh, the shaman in, mm-hmm. at the podium. Um, but he he was also very proud of himself because the entire time he was in the Capitol, he was all masked up. So nobody could see him, and he was pretty sure he was going to get away with it. Yeah, then there, you look at the image of him inside the Capitol and outside the Capitol. He's wearing the exact same garb in the exact same way. He just has a mask on. It's quite clear uh, who he is. Not to mention the fact that he bragged about it on a public social media page. So, yeah. Not too Wait, hard you're to telling me that. somebody who went to that Trump rally and got so riled up and stormed the Capitol is not a criminal genius? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough. Yeah. <laughs> and the the winner of really not a genius this week. Mm. Wait, before you go on, you yeah. have to go you have to recognize that comment because it's fucking great that uh that person <laughs> whose name I will not pronounce in this <laughs> Gixon. But he's camouflaged, you can't see him. <laughs> yeah. He must have thought the camo was gonna protect him. 
Even his face mask is camo. So good effort. Good effort. But like I said, the winner of the idiots who stormed the Capitol. I mean, this guy, he really takes a cake. And his name alone. His name is Brandon Fellows. If only it could have been Brian Fellows. If only. This guy is amazing. So he was at the uh, the insurrection. Um, he is being charged with a variety of different things. However, he decided that he was going to represent himself. Now, why would he? Why yes. would he oh. do this? <laughs> Lovely. Apparently, he spoke to his attorney in private and uh, described to his attorney what his plan was. His plan was to submit in his paperwork uh, his phone number. He was going to put the phone number of the judge's wife because apparently he says he had done this before and gotten away with it because the judge gets angry. And then you can say that the judge is too close to the case and he has to recuse himself. And that's how you get off. And his attorney was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh-oh. I love every part of this. <laughs> the attorney's like, I'm not doing that. That's illegal. So he went before the judge and said, I'm not. You know, I'm going to represent myself. And the judge is like, you you really shouldn't do that, right? But he was adamant. He's going to represent himself. So during his representation of himself, he provided information about why, why he did what he did. And then on the cross-examination, the prosecutor asked him specific questions about why he is representing himself. Did he tell his attorney that he was going to, you know, use the judge's wife's phone number for this? And he, he admitted that he did. He admitted that he had done it before. He admitted several violations of several more laws than he was originally charged with. Yeah, he admitted to to two more felonies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this guy is just an amazing, amazing person. (laughs) So instead of getting, he was, he was expected to be released on bail. Instead, he got charged with more and remanded because clearly he was doing everything he could to violate the law. Yeah. Wow. He said an NSA man had filed... Filed charges ex parte against him, which is not a thing. <laughs> the NSA has no interest in him. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, 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 wow. I, I mean, I, should... I think I read that it was almost so bad that the judge was like, I think you need mental help. Like, I don't think you understand yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he, um, part of it, uh, he had to go for a mental evaluation, yes. Sweet. Oh, yeah. So he can enter an insanity plea and get out that way. <laughs> but he didn't. I would like to invite all of the <laughs> other accused insurrectionists <laughs> to please represent yourself in court mm. it works well it's way more entertaining <laughs> hashtag stop the steam <laughs> yeah and if justin roiland of uh rick and morty can animate all these interactions with the judges i would appreciate that <laughs> because the one they did is classic <laughs> i think you need to put a link up to that i haven't seen that you oh i'll give it to you after the show it is great all it right. is actual audio of a judge and defendant a defendant who is representing himself huh. uh where morty is the judge and rick is the defendant hmm. oh that's fantastic i need to see that yeah okay it's about three <laughs> or four minutes long too all right all right the last political thing that i have is from nebraska in omaha Federal grand jury has indicted Representative Jeffrey Fortenberry of Nebraska. This is a he's a U.S. representative. So he is in the House of Representatives representing Nebraska, his district in Nebraska. He is has been indicted by a federal grand jury for uh, investigating the campaign contributions. Um, the, The part that killed me was the contributions it was a $180,000 illegal campaign contribution from a Nigerian billionaire. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> now, what he's being uh-huh. indicted on is he lied to the FBI when he said that he didn't know anything about it and that he, you know, had, had no idea of where the money came from. And the FBI specifically knows that he, he did know where, where it came from because they... They tried to launder it. They tried to, uh, they brought it in via uh, other contributors and uh, tried to make it seem legit. And uh, yeah, Nigerian billionaire. I didn't know that there actually were such things. I thought that was just a scam email thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, $180,000 catches the attention of, you know, banks around the world. Yeah. You can't move that around amount of money without a trail. <laughs> Well, apparently there were there was more people than than him who who got some of the money as well. Um, but he's wow. the one who uh, 
at least the one that we know of, who lied to the FBI about it. So it's generally not a good idea. You got to be careful. I got hacked this week. Big Did time. You? Oh, my Uh-oh. God. I don't know by if this is show worthy, but. By a Nigerian <laughs> billionaire? I don't know who it was, but they bought $400 worth of shit with my stuff, or with my money. Mm. Um, had all my, They had all my passwords for everything. Oh. I woke up, I had alerts all over the place of me trying to log in. They got into my Discord and bought gifts for people of uh, subscriptions and stuff like that. They went on to Microsoft.com and bought some nice $200 Bose earbuds for themselves and had them shipped to North Carolina. I could see the address on there. Oh, they nice. Have, they have even gone so far as to answer my emails for me. Oh. <laughs> I well, that's nice of them. Listen to this. I sent an email to Discord, right? Letting them know, I was like, look, I did not make these charges. They are all fraudulent. Um, I want a refund for my money. They reply back, okay, well, just reply back with this statement, blah, 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 and we'll get it done, and then we'll get back to you. And then I hear from them for a couple days. And then I checked, and I got an email back from Discord that says, hey, crap weasel, because that's what they call me at Discord. <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, straightening everything out. We'll close this ticket out, and we promise we will not refund your money. And I'm like, what the fuck? I scrolled down. The motherfucker went into my email and wrote back to Discord and said, oh, I'm sorry. That was my little brother, Juan, who wrote that email. Uh, it is not an accident. I do not want a refund. I bought that. Wow. So, wow. <laughs> so I write back to Discord. And, of course, I went everything now on my computer is two-step verification. All my uh, passwords have been changed and everything like that. My card was canceled. I got a new card. I got it all done right? right i reply reply back to discord i go you fucking idiots i go that was not me <laughs> right i go i want the fucking refund right um i'm like clearly i've been hacked right so surprisingly discord replied back to me today and gave me the money back yeah, well, that's they're good. like okay go back they're like look we're we're refund your money as soon as you go in you need to change your password again blah 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 uh and i did it microsoft on the other hand fuck mm. that company <laughs> I am. I I might have to eat the two hundred bucks on that. Ooh, ouch! Because I cannot. Well, go ahead. Put a stop on your credit card. I went. To, yeah, but that takes like ninety days. Uh, yeah, and, and they're in the process of doing that. But it's not. A, it's a credit card. It's like a. It's a bank debit card. Oh, so the money is already money back. Yeah, yeah. So it's a whole fucking thing. I went to Microsoft. I was like, I did not order this, and they're like, Oh, fine. When it gets there, just ship it back. I'm like, That's not what I'm saying, <laughs> right? I'm like, and uh. I, you can't get a live person on the phone. You nope. call them. They direct you right to a website. If you talk to somebody on the website, you know, sometimes they have a live chat on there. Oh, they're right. useless. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, if you're having issues with your Bose headphones, you should call Bose. I'm like, I'm not having issues with the fucking <laughs> headphones, you moron. I'm like, who do I like? There's no one to talk to about that. So I might be eating it on that. Wow. But yeah, they got into everything. They got into my Ubisoft account, Twitch, Discord, my, e- I mean, everything. Would the journal use the same password? No. Oh. It must have been a key logging or something. I I have at least three or four different passwords for all that shit. Yeah. They're trying to buy fucking movie tickets in India. I mean, I have... Every day I get 200 emails from this thing called Buy My Show or or something like that, where you buy online tickets in India for movies. Somebody (laughs) really wants to fucking see Dune because they they just can't get through with my card. (laughs) But they keep trying. So be Second careful, factor, folks. Yep. Yeah. Get that two-step verification, man. <laughs> and never trust a Nigerian prince. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't have... That was my first wrong step, is what you're saying. I should have never sent that guy my social security number, my bank account, but... <laughs> I mean, it could have been him. He seems so honest. Right. <laughs> I was just trying to circle back around to the story. Uh, for no reason, because I think that's it. That's all I've had on the uh, the political stuff. Moving on to a couple uh, coronavirus things real quick. Um, this is this week's guy who, I don't know, I, I hate to say he deserves to be to be where he's at, but, you know, it's another guy who completely, it's karma. I, I guess we'll did, go with that. He did nothing to prevent himself from getting to the position that he's currently in. Right. Um, so the Canadian People Party, the People Party of Canada, PPC, um, a very prominent person in that party, Mark Friesen, uh, is uh, currently fighting pneumonia. He got as a result of COVID-19. He is currently intubated. He is a COVID conspiracy theorist online, anti-lockdown activist, 
he has done as much as he can against getting, you know, people getting vaccinated. And he is a, a fairly prominent person in the in this political party. So, you know, it's just this week's. Yeah. See, you, you get what you, you sow what you reap. It's a biblical mm. term. There you go. Also, Representative Andy Harris he is an anesthesiologist by profession. He has said on a talk show that he's prescribing ivermectin to patients as a treatment for COVID-19, which doesn't quite make sense. I've never gotten a prescription from an anesthesiologist. No. But apparently they can do it. Uh, yeah. Well, they are doctors. True. I guess. So, but... um. Yeah, and he was complaining about it because he's prescribed these things for ivermectin and pharmacies just aren't filling them. That was his big complaint. It wasn't, you know, he didn't just admit this. He said that uh, pharmacies are not filling his prescriptions and, you know, that's their job. No, so it turns out their job is to take a look at what you're getting and make sure that it's it's right. It's like a double check. It's another physician mm -hmm. saying whether or not this makes sense. And yeah, you give a prescription for COVID-19 of something that doesn't really treat it. Yeah. Turns out that is their job to stop you from being an idiot. Now, you know, all those pregnant women feel you fucking asshole. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. yeah. Now they're on the receiving end of this fucking pharmacy bullshit. And to be clear, this guy we're talking about, Andy Harris, he is a uh, representative from Maryland. I was just about to ask, what office is he running for? Yeah, he he's not running. Well, I mean, she, he will be running again, but he's already in it. You think uh, Rand Paul's prescribing uh, ivermectin to people? Oh, probably. Guaranteed. <laughs> Is there money to be made from that? Then guaranteed, right. yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, so this story mm -hmm. has taken on a different uh, thing, because originally I was going to ask the question, because I thought he was a, like a practicing anesthesiologist. And I was like, is this guy just bored with his life and just wanted to like spice it up a little bit? So he's like, I'm just going to start prescribing ivermectin to the people and see what kind of news generates. But now that I know <laughs> no, he's, he's a representative, he's a it, yeah, it makes yeah. way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also a story on uh, Orlando Sentinel that I wanted to reference that, uh, especially in Florida, but probably more than likely all across the country, uh, the whole anti-vax propaganda that is being used against the, the COVID-19 vaccine, it's causing people to skip there are other vaccines for their kids. Oh. Um, apparently, the number of vaccines uh, is way down. For oh, did we children. talk about this last week? I don't not, remember the specific. Not, thing. Not, not the specific thing, but we did say something to the effect of like, don't these morons know that their kids are vaccinated with other things? Yeah, mm. we definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So look at that. So it's having the opposite effect of instead of oh well, I've already got these vaccines, I might as well you know why not get this one. Um, it's having the opposite effect of, well, I'm not getting this one. I better not get any of them. Brilliant. <laughs> Wait for the next outbreak of mumps. Uh, I mean, were, the GOP has got to know this is good, would backfire for them in the long run, right? That they'll just wind know. up that they'll just wind up killing everybody, and they'll all be sitting around with their piles of money, wondering who's going to clean up after them. I mean, that's <laughs> the argument I've had against the right wing for a long time is with the whole climate change. You know, your, your grandkids are going to be having to deal with all this bullshit that you're throwing on them. But, hey, you're making your money now, and that's all that apparently matters. It's the same kind of thing, that politically, they're they're ruining their party. They're literally killing off their members of their party. But, hey, they're they're somehow making money out of it, so... Right. That's uh, well, all that I mean, matters. I, yeah, I mean, I get that part, because, like, I mean, you, I mean again, I, I know we always swing back to Donald Trump, but it's a good to use as an example... You know, he doesn't really like his kids or even love them. No. You know, they're props for him, and well, that's Well, one fine. of them he does. One of them he likes. Yeah, but it's not, not a father-daughter love-like <laughs> type no, thing. True. It's a more creepy, you know... So Status symbol Yeah, thing. I mean, I yeah. guess it makes sense that they don't care about any of their future generations, that they just want to make a quick buck now for, their, for them themselves, not a legacy or anything like that. But, I mean, at least one person would probably go, Jesus, you know... The, the track that we're going down, it's just not sustainable. Right. You know? Well, I mean, it doesn't – if they get enough money, remember, they still have the logic too that if I get enough money, then I will just buy a property in upstate New York somewhere, which doesn't get hurricanes or, you know, and far enough away from the coast and my family can live there in perpetuity. They – they it, it, it isn't real to them and nothing matters. Yeah, but I'm saying like in the way, way far-flung future, you know, if mm. they got the exact things that they wanted – 
in the end, there'd be 150 people in this country. Yeah. In the whole world. And they, I mean, I hope someone invents robots for them or something. <laughs> you know. Who's going <laughs> to clean their toilets? Yeah. Yeah. Get Elon Musk on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like, listen, we're, with all the rockets we're making, we're going to go enslave aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Karen. I don't. Uh, I don't know how to lead into the next the couple of stories that you put in here. What do you have? Um, it was just a, there were a couple of articles about the evangelical church and its relationship to um, politics. So the evangelical church has actually been increasing its numbers. More people call themselves evangelical Christians than did um, four years ago, but the it did not correspond with an increase in church attendance, though, which was interesting. And it, the the they, you know, have done a little bit of research and a little looking around, and the people are calling themselves evangelical Christians, but they're not going to church. They're just evangelical Christians because Trump told them they should be. That makes and sense. Evangelical, yeah, and the evangelical church is breaking apart because there's all these, you know, some crazy people coming in. A bunch of the ones that have, you know, long-term evangelicals are turned to Trump, and there's some, there's actually some good people in the church that are, you know trying to distance themselves from Trump. And the whole thing is just breaking up, which is, yay, good for us. But I don't know. It's an interesting couple of articles I wanted to post. And these same uh, good evangelical Christians are giggling about Alec Baldwin killing somebody and posting memes are. about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if any of them are actually, you know, evangelicals before Trump. Or are they, again, you know, just calling themselves that because that's that's where they now feel that they lie. I've seen a lot of people that I knew for a long time who were not churchgoers who now uh, are all Bible thumpers since 2016. But do, they, but do they go to church and do they put money in the basket? I don't the know. Question. I don't know if they're all doing that, but they are definitely in that category of I'm a good Christian. Mm. You know, like it's insane. And again, these are the same people who are saying this are also posting the meme about Alec Baldwin. So, you know, take it with yeah. a grain of salt. Evangelicals in name only? I like it. <laughs> Just a way to make yourself feel superior to other people, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Right. It's, it, right. it's being part of the club. Right, and it's an opportunity to wield religious doctrine like a weapon to support your weird infatuation with a game show host of all the right-wing villains that have come <laughs> along in the last 250 right. years. Their attraction to Donald Trump is just something I can't wrap but my head around. But you answered your own question. He was a game show host. People knew him. He was on TV. Mm. He played a character. Did he yeah. could have just as easily yeah. been yeah. fucking Megatron running for fucking president <laughs> and they would have voted for him. <laughs> they don't know who Rand Paul is. They don't know who fucking no. Lindsey Graham is. These are not people that read the Washington Post on a regular basis. But they've been hearing it's about a, Trump since, I don't know, early 80s at least. 70s. Yeah. That's true. 70s. Yeah. I mean, he, he was big into, you know, um, what was the... Yeah, my brain keeps going. Area 51, and no, that's not a big New York club scene. Studio 51. Oh, uh, Studio 54. So Studio 54, that's it. No. He was... Oh, okay, is that where you're going yeah, with Yeah, he was big into that. So, I mean, he, he was... Um, I mean, you know, you've seen him dance. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in the, uh, the, the public eye back in the 70s. Hmm. And he, then he did the one thing that no Republican really would do. And he... Rem Withstood a stone cold stunner. Well, he did that too. <laughs> oh, but there was also apparently a very thin piece of tape holding back the dam on a wave of racism that we didn't know mm. about, and he just peeled it right off. Yes, he did. That's true. I, and and what a way to walk that line, because you know there have been you know the Pat Robertsons and David Dukes, and they've all tried to make presidential runs in the past, and then he kind of like mushed those two together into one. Yeah. Like obese game show host and was like, I got this. Let's go. <laughs> With an identifiable hairpiece or hairdo. I mean, you could spot him in any crowd. They say the good way to make an iconic character is that you can always spot them in silhouette, you know? Mm. Yeah, you can definitely spot True. him. He did help Kevin get home in Home Alone <laughs> too, so he is a hero. <laughs> Interesting. All right, last couple things that I've got. Uh there was a story on the religion religion news service. Pope Benedict II, uh, a.k.a. Joseph Ratzinger, has basically come out and said, yeah, he's he's ready to move on. He's uh, he's waiting for, <laughs> for death to just come and take him. Whoa, jeez. <laughs> he, he penned an, a letter to a German priest 
uh, thanking him for letting him know about the passing of, uh, of another reverend. He says, of all my colleagues and friends, he was uh, the closest to me, that now that he has reached the afterlife, where many friends certainly await him, I hope I can join them soon. Hmm. So, yeah. Apparently he's not doing so well, I guess. Yeah. I totally Maybe thought you he... were going to say he was going to retire and, like, move to Florida or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did retire. Did he already retire. <laughs> but he's still staying on, on the Vatican grounds, though, isn't he? Correct. Like, he's got, like, yep. like a little Pope bungalow or something. <laughs> yep. He's Pope I don't Emeritus. know what it's actually called, but henceforth, it will be the Pope bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's lived in a converted monastery on the Vatican Gardens. So, yeah, it's it's the Pope bungalow. It's like, I'm going to Vegas. I need the dry air. <laughs> that really brought into mind this other article that I had seen. It's on the Federalist, and it talks about how for Christians, dying from COVID, eh, it's a good thing. Um, because, you know, God decides when we die, not COVID. So if you if you die from COVID, then you were going to die then anyway. And there's nothing you could do about it because that's that was God's plan. So whether or not you got the vaccine or whatever, it's, you know, it's all part of God's plan. It's, it's, in, it's interesting because the, it, in the um, uh, Herman Cain Awards thing, there's a definite theme of when people, when the death notice goes up at the end of the, of the tribute to the person. It's always they are, um, they've earned their wings. They've been greeted by Jesus. They right. are um, in the hands of God now. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the, the propaganda items that terrorists use that, you know, if you mm. die in service to, to God, then you go straight to heaven and you, you are with God. So, you know, all you have to do is just be ready to die at any time. Be, be good with God Believe in Jesus, and it doesn't really matter if you get COVID and die or, or whatever. And if you truly believe well, that, you know, okay, I get it. I, I, I understand, except except for all the other stuff, everything else. Yeah. The fact that you have a life to live. You have people who, in theory, who care about you. Um, but And in reality, there is no heaven or afterlife. There's no proof of it. There's no evidence. And you're just going to be ending your existence and uh, any possible life that you could have had, so and and you're leaving behind families who are now unprepared to you know move forward in life, right? Because you put your your fate in God's hands and you didn't get the life insurance. You know, you, you and your and your spouse both died from it, so now your children are being raised by your grandparents who are not cap are not capable of doing it anymore. You didn't prepare. You just washed your hands of life. Exactly the precious gift that God gave you, right? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you threw it away. Wow. I uh, I just thought it was an interesting take because it's it's really the, the the whole the whole base of Christian Christianity. I mean, if you go back and read the writings of of Paul, it's all about don't plan for tomorrow. Live for today because Jesus is coming back and your life will be short and you could die at any moment and Jesus will return and it it's it's all focused around that idea of you need to be the best Christian possible right now and it doesn't matter what tomorrow brings. So yeah, I I, I kinda get it. It's stupid. So don't worry about but yeah, don't worry about retirement or, you know, where you're gonna live. Nothing none of that matters. Okay. Yeah. Well I mean Freaking it literally calls upon people to leave their families. Like if you value your family more than God, then you're not a real Christian. <laughs> It's a, wow. know, it's a, it's a way of brainwashing people. <laughs> well, I think did Jesus all... say "fuck your parents"? Right? Wasn't he against parents? <laughs> not in so many words, but <laughs> so why not yeah. fuck, fuck your kids too? <laughs> <laughs> this is why cults are so dangerous because it allows people to disregard their family, their friends, everything else, and just focus on the cult. All right, that's all I got this week. You guys have anything else? I feel like we covered it all. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I even worked worked Alec Baldwin in there. Yeah, how could you not? It's on the news every two yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's yeah, and it, oh, I like, mean horrific things. It's so. a big story, but it's not that big of a story. It should not be leading every evening. Yeah, I know. With, with the same info over and over again. Right? Have we learned anything new? No. All right, we'll check again in a half an hour. <laughs> how about you just wait? <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, first, I want to thank, as I wrap up, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who'd be here tonight. Uh, we started with nobody, but we did get uh, Grinch and Hessian Gixon. We do appreciate you guys showing up. And uh, Grinch <laughs> always shows up. <laughs> I get your reference. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by uh, signing up on our Patreon page or sharing the podcast on social media or leaving a review for us. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, I'd like to encourage you to check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network named the Soon-to-be-named network. All the podcasts can be found at soontobenamednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Bray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Tired of pretending, pushing out